Hello and welcome, Mahaba Verhoeschgeldenes, to our latest edition of our podcast, Talking Round North Cyprus. I'm Sarah Palmer, and I have to tell you, I'm a very excited Sarah Palmer, because at long, long last, after more than two years of, well, let's call it pent-up frustration, shall we? All being well, fingers crossed, I've got all my fingers crossed and my toes crossed, I shall be in uh, North Cyprus this time next week. Um, hoping to get there uh, in the middle of the week next week. And it'll be so good to catch up in person with my podcast co-presenter, Roger Barra, who's had no such frustration because, of course, he's just sitting there uh, living the life of luxury for almost a decade now. So, Rog, uh, are you ready to party? If, of course, we're allowed. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. Hello, everybody. Listen, always ready to party, Sarah. There never has to be any old excuse. Uh, it's been so long, though, you know, I've completely forgot what you look like. So you're going to have to hold a placard above your head to show me who you are. Now, the thing I want to know, because you are days away from travelling, is something that me and Mrs B have decided we're not even going to attempt for a long time yet. I haven't experienced it myself, but I've heard so many tales of just how stressful, uh, frustrating the preparations for a trip from the UK to the TRNC. So what's the latest on what you have to provide to enable you and your man to both get here in the north? It's what is it? It's the 11th of December as we speak. Okay, so um, are you sitting comfortably? Do you have a nice cup of tea or coffee with you? Have you got your feet up? So let me regale you with process so far. Uh, So when you see me, Roger, I will have a uh, headset on and a small picture just so that you you know what I look like from Zoom. You'll remember me. Ever since I've been in England as a a freelancer for the BBC, I've worked Christmas and New Year, uh, basically because we needed the money and it sort of fitted in with family and all that sort of thing. But I've got a year's contract with the BBC, so I get paid for holiday. So I thought, right. Let's go on holiday. Let's go to North Cyprus and sort that out and, and, and get across there. So obviously I had to wait for my leave to be approved. And as I was waiting for my leave to be approved, the prices were going up and up and up. Uh, but they have to fill the rotor, you know, of Christmas and New Year and, and people want holiday. Of course they do. Anyway, I agreed uh, with them that I would come back on back, back to the UK on the 1st of January so that I could work on the 2nd on Sunday because I studio produce on Sunday morning. So that was fine. Leave was approved. Great. Book cheap flights, cheapest flights we can find. So we're coming from Stansted on Ryanair into Paphos. When I say cheap, <laughs> it's still around Christmas, but because we're flying on a Thursday, you know, it's uh, it's relatively cheap, but they're very, very expensive. Couldn't believe the prices of some of the flights. Anyway, so we're booked. That's great. So here we go then. On Monday, we're, we're Saturday today. On Monday, Monday, Tuesday, we have to take a PCR test, get the results back 72 hours before we come into the TRNC. So here are our boxes, Roger, I'm showing you on um, on Zoom here. So we've got our boxes here of our PCR tests. So we've got two, obviously one each, £44 each they are. So eighty-eight. Wow! And, and they they were some of the cheaper ones. Um, that's because you can do it at home, um, and then you can drop it. They Randox. This is the company we're using. I'm not advertising particularly. It just happens to be the company we're using because I again looked online and people said they're quite good. Um, anyway, so 
um, you could drop those off. So we'll take those and there are drop off boxes around the UK at pharmacies and places like that, rather than put them in the post. And then they um, presumably just text us the details when we're um, when we're OK. So we have to do that. So we do that next week. So that's that. When we book in online on Ryanair, it takes us automatically to Cyprus Pass. So that is to enter South Cyprus. And we have to give details of our NHS vaccinations and all that that we've had, which we'll have to print off. And they've got QR codes and you scan those, plus the booster, which I've had and Tony's about to have. So when we fly into Paphos, I understand we then have to have a PCR test from in the south side. We have to pay 15 euros. They will give us a PCR test. We can go on our way. And I understand that we then will be notified of our PCR test but we're going into Southern Cyprus. So then we, we're hiring a car and we're going to drive over the border. So before all that, of course, we have to also fill in our Guvendal Cal. So that is our online app to get into the TRNC. And we have to put our NHS vaccinations in there. The results of our Randox tests that we're going to take this week those have to go in there, plus all the details of where you're staying and all that sort of thing. I haven't sort of got any further in filling that out yet because we need to have all the, all the details. Hopefully, that'll take us across the border. We've got all that. Um, I'll bring, you know, where we're staying and all that sort of thing. And as well, I might bring the deeds to my house or something or the, you know, uh, at least a letter from Caesar Resort to show that that's where I'm going to stay. So we'll go over the border. Fingers crossed, we're in. Now then, two days before I come back, so I'm coming back on the first, so two days before I come back, 72 hours or three days before I come back, I have to get a PCR test in North Cyprus because now England want you to take a pre-flight test. So I have to get that done in North Cyprus that I can then put on the passenger locator form to come back into England. Now we did this coming back from Malta. So again, you fill out the form, but also, so I'll have to take the tests in the TRNC, give them the results of that. But also I will have to order another PCR test to be at my house in England. And I have to give them the code in that passenger locator form to show that I have paid and booked and paid for a PCR test. So that when I come back into England, I have to take that second PCR test and isolate at home for two days until I get the result, which means that I can't now work on Sunday the 2nd of January or Monday the 3rd like they wanted me to originally when I booked my leave. Are you still there, Rog? <laughs> you haven't fallen asleep. Uh, no, I haven't fallen asleep. I'm just thinking you're probably putting anybody off from wanting to come here. I can't <laughs> believe it. What is the thinking be behind you hiring a car, therefore going across the border on your own? Because you've been following social media uh, over here, and some people, a few, have mm. had huge problems because they've had the temerity to go on holiday in the north and uh, I just wondered why you chose not to use a taxi firm although you know going going to Iskeli from Paphos is not going to be cheap obviously but where the taxi drivers are well versed in all the problems that may occur and I just I think that's something people listening might might want to ask you 
Yeah, to be honest, it was the cost. It was going to cost us £100 in a taxi from Paphos to Caesars. Um, and then the hire car in the north was more expensive than the hire car in the south for the time that we wanted it. So to be honest, it, it was cost having paid £88 for PCR tests just one way. I'll have to pay 40 quid the other way. And to be honest, we, we've got all the paperwork we're going to print everything out. We've got everything. I mean, if they make a fuss, I mean, it's just them making a fuss, isn't it? There's, you know, we're, we're not doing anything illegal. We've got everything they've asked for. And, you know, we're just going to smile and be nice and, and hopefully everything will be OK. Don't mention the war, for God's sake. <laughs> we'll try not to. I'll try not to. I love North Cyprus teacher on. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And of course, coming back, because we're going to drive Tony's going to stay on for a bit but he's going to drive me back to Paphos and that was something when I was writing all this down I was thinking actually when I go home I've got to go back into the south so maybe I need to fill out another Cyprus pass to get back into the south to drive to Paphos to get my flight home but anyway so what I'm going to do is on the cusp of it all um, I'm going to write it all down write my travel experience down and I'm going to put it on our Talking Round North Cyprus Facebook page so if anybody wants you know when we get there so I've, I've got it all this is what happened to us and this is what we and this is what they asked us and this is what they showed us and, and whatever and I'll put it all there just then people can read our experience and I know it's it's been different for so many different people that's that's the thing isn't it and to be honest Roger it was enough people had to put stuff in plastic bags back in the day you know little bottles you couldn't take more than you know whatever it was 50 milliliters and and that confused people so I can understand why people just don't want to travel at the moment but we're going to do it we're determined to get out there and as I say I'll um, put it all on that page and of course the best place to go and I've been following this as well is North Cyprus expats uncut version and ISI keeps us up to date with all the sort of latest government details as, as to what's going on so I have been following that page as well so there we are that's that's what I have to go through just to come out for uh, for Christmas but we'll be there next week and I'm so looking forward to it despite all this <laughs> despite all the things up my nose and down my throat <laughs> can we say that <laughs> <laughs> think we just okay um so yeah despite all that can't wait to get back to uh, see everyone so roger assuming we get there which we are going to uh what are we going to find i mean things have things have changed haven't they since november 19 when i was last there i think the first thing you'll notice sarah is how many turkish lira you will get for your hard-earned one pound sterling when you last came over mm. november 2019 the exchange rate was eight tele to one pound it is now a close of play on the 10th of december 2021 it was 18.4 so that's the value has more than halved so what you will notice you know if you were going to buy a bottle of chankaya it'll be 50 or 60 now and not everything has doubled in price but but so much has gone up. And the problem is, because it's not economic, it's political. The reason this is happening, because of the Turkish president and his intransigence in dealing with the central bank, prices change virtually every day. I mean, I feel so sorry for shop. I mean, I feel yeah. sorry for the local people more than anything. But the shopkeepers have got to change the prices on an almost daily 
basis and it, it is quite staggering and that's oh, wow. I think the biggest thing you mm. will notice the other thing sadly you will notice quite a few establishments are simply not there anymore oh. they've closed down you know some of our couple of our favorite cafes in the city walls in uh, Famagusta they didn't survive the second lockdown and, and it is really really mm. sad really sad yeah. um, and that's something that we could in here in the TRNC there's nothing we the government or anybody else can do about that until Turkey sorts itself out Turkish leader sorts himself out and if that's ever going to happen who knows what else you'll notice is things are getting green we've had a couple of days of rain and proper rain, rain you Hang know, on a bit. <laughs> proper rain. The scenery is getting greener. It's it's stopped that parched look, you know, that we get for nine months of the year. Uh, and the sun's still out. Good. And it's twenty one degrees in uh, the middle of December, and everything else is fine. That's what I wanted to know. What I need to pack at the end of the day. <laughs> So I don't know what it's like there uh, in Leicestershire where you are, but uh, here in North Cyprus, it's still pretty stringent that you wear your mask almost everywhere. If you're unvaccinated, in fact, if you're not getting your booster, you're counted as being unvaccinated. You're not allowed indoors wow. at any establishment. Now, there have been complaints on social media from expats saying, yeah, this is great. You know, we've got our Adapass. We've had our booster. And yet we go in most places and we're not checked. Mm. And, and the answer to that is most small establishments simply cannot afford, as things are at the moment, to employ somebody to check everybody's credentials. Yeah. And um, they do their best, but 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 that's yes. it, you know. But it's trust, on, on the, isn't it? Trust. Me and Mrs. Beer had our fourth jab this week. Goodness. So we've had two boosters, two Pfizer uh, boosters, though, of course, it means nothing if we went to the UK, we'd be considered unvaccinated. But don't get me started on that because I've had enough rants and raves about the stupidity and the politicising the fact that the UK don't want to recognise a TRNC because they don't want to um, upset the Greek Cypriots because um, they've got their two... Yeah, sovereign basis, yeah. and uh, yeah. yeah, we could go on about that. But yeah. uh, but the best thing, Sarah, we're still allowed to party, so uh, you won't get disappointed. That's great. That's great. Will I need to? I mean, you were saying about being vaccinated and going into shops and things. What about when you're a tourist? I mean, do I need an ad a pass? Do you know? I mean, or do I just need to show my vaccinations or or whatever? No, you just need to uh, show what you've had done in the UK, basically. And uh, I know that because uh, you're not the only one making this tentative first step back into what was normal uh, once upon a time. We've had family over here who have all had to complete, you know, all those extra exercises to allow themselves to be here. And just a day ago, one of our friends, Pam, who lives in France, told me of her particular experiences, not only getting here, but while she's been here. It was a bit daunting since it's the first time I'd travelled overseas since the beginning of COVID. I mean, it was a lot of paperwork and worry and stress and because I had to go through the two borders, so I flew into Larnaca, which actually was fine because I did my EU pass, so that wasn't too bad and I didn't have to have any tests. And then going through the border into North Cyprus, I was a bit worried because I did the test on the border 
And as I stood there waiting, I thought, what will I do if it's positive? Did you come to any conclusion? What <laughs> no, would you do? No, I have no idea what I was going to do. <laughs> I was going to beg the taxi man to take me to a hotel somewhere and then tell you guys mm. I wasn't coming. <laughs> so you've had the opposite thing to do now. A couple of days, sadly, you'll, you'll be leaving. Yeah. Um, you'll, you'll be going back to the UK. So... You've just been working on that today. That yeah. seemed quite daunting. I, I thought there was a bit of Tourette's <laughs> happening at one time, you know. When things don't work right the first time, I do get a bit fed up with things. But, yeah, it's all the paperwork and forms you have to fill in and then you get to the end of something and it says, oh, no, you can't do this until 48 hours before you arrive in the UK. So I've had to shelve that till tonight. And then I've had to get, because of the new situation, I've had to get a test before I leave... And then one, two days after I get back. And self-isolate once you're back in the UK till you get your results. Yeah, till I get a negative result. That's another thing, so you think. But I will have had a test here, so hopefully I will will stay negative. But you just don't know. Especially Uh, when you're in airports and on planes and mixing with lots of people. Absolutely. So you just have to keep your mask on and protect yourself, I think. You live in France, although you'll be going back to the UK. You live in France. They've got a different system there because you came over here with just one injection. Just explain what happens in France. Um, Well, when they came out with the vaccinations, first off, last Christmas when I was in the UK, I did get COVID. So when I went for my vaccination, I'd booked in for the two, one one month, and I think it was two months later for the next one. But when I filled in the questionnaire, they were asking me all the questions. When I went for my first vaccination... And I said I'd had COVID in December. They just said I didn't need a second one and cancelled it. So I only had the one, which has caused problems since. And I wish I'd had the second one, really. But, and this is something people, a lot of people are asking, if you don't live here in the TRNC, but you're visiting, can you get a jab? Yes, I did. I got one last week when you went for yours. And they were very good about it. They just took my passport details I did show them the vaccination certificate I had um, and they gave me the green card and gave me a jab and I didn't even have to pay for it and they were lo- really helpful. And so that means now you had one jab in France, yeah. you've had COVID, so yeah. effectively you had your booster while you were here. Well, they don't look at it like that though. You have to, I think, you have to have had the two. So now going back, that's going to be the problem is I've... And it was a big gap in between. So it was like eight months from when I had my one in April to this one. Now, ideally, I should have got booster before I left, but they'd only just bought it out. So it kind of... And then I was in Jersey where I asked about getting one, but that was a no-no. How do you feel now with, you know, 48 hours to go before you travel? Because we, you know, me and Mrs B, we have absolutely no no idea what it's like because we're not Um, travelling at the moment. I know, I don't... I I'm, do get a bit more worried now than I ever used to because there wasn't all these problems. But then you think, well, I've done as much as I can and unless something goes wrong, you just don't know. I mean, I could get to Heathrow and they say no and I've got to isolate and blah, blah, and they could stick, anything could happen. You just don't know. So I'll just wait and see. But on a bright note, <laughs> yeah. whatever happens, um, something rather special happened to you while you've been in the TRNC the last Did it, Roger? Go on, tell us about it. <laughs> Your dear wife persuaded me to buy an apartment. <laughs> yeah, she's like that. Yeah, she's a bit like Only so she's got a room at Caesar Resort. We do know that. Well, you've both got a room at Caesar Resort. No, I was uh, very lucky. Barry showed us around, um, gave us the keys to look at David's apartment, which is a 
beautifully furnished three-bedroomed huge apartment with a big balcony facing the sun which is perfect for me and it's an absolute bargain so yeah there was just um that moment shall I shan't I and then it was like well yes because the way travel's going now when I always used to go away for the winter somewhere different it's come to the point the fact that that's not going to be as easy anymore so and obviously I'm getting older You've uh, been a very regular visitor to the TRNC yeah. since you've retired. Um, what is it about this place that has, um, that, that you, you're happy to buy an apartment here and potentially someday maybe, maybe live here? here yeah, you know? the, um, the weather's one of the main things in the winter. It's the winter months that I just don't like being in the damp and cold and grey, which is France is the same as the UK and Jersey. And then the people are friendly. It's cheap. And it's just a different way of life to being back in France. It really is totally different. I know more people here probably in the last few years here than living in France for five years. Mm. But then I do go away in the winter, so it kind of, it's a bit bit strange, a bit of a strange life. But now you'll be coming here for the winter? Coming here for the winters, yes, definitely. Um, Travel permitting, well, tra- injections that's, permitting. Yeah, 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 that's it. That is the thing as well. That could all go pear-shaped still. But no, so the winters will be spent here for the next couple of years and then see what happens. Yes, you never know. I might end up living here. Pamela Gillette, who lives in France, but as, would you believe, as you've heard, just bought an apartment over here in the TRNC and she's going to become one of you. And uh, hopefully <laughs> she's going to live live here for six months of the year, maybe full time in the future. That's brilliant. I think I'd be able to see her from my kitchen window and I can wave to her. That would be lovely. Oh, I look forward to that because I think we're just going to miss her, which is a bit of a shame. Uh, she leaves just because we arrive. I hope there's nothing personal in that. I'm sure there isn't. Um, <laughs> no, she, she's leaving a day before you arrive, not because you're arriving. <laughs> I promise you that. No, I know. But it'd be lovely to see her next time we're over when things are perhaps a little more normal, but whenever that's going to be anyway. So, so there we are then. Fingers crossed then everybody for our next broadcast our next episode which hopefully Roger and I could do together in the same room that would be nice over a glass of wine our Christmas special will be over a glass of wine in the TRNC together so I look forward to that so keep your fingers crossed as I said I'll write up my travel experiences for anybody that's interested and I'll put it on our Talking Round North Cyprus Facebook page we're also on Twitter as well just look for at Talking Round North Cyprus Cyprus but that's it from us for the moment I've been Sarah Palmer and next time I shall be over in the TRNC and I'm Roger Barr I can't wait to see you Sarah everybody have a great week and we'll talk to you soon